and we're back. But I'm back, back, back. We back, back, back. We back, 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 back. Oh, I should have had a song like that. I think that'd be so fucking cool. Ooh, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, welcome back. It's another episode of Guestas Viendo. Well, I am your host, Eduardo Celis. Before we get started, make sure you guys are following me on all social media, Celis 27 And we're back with another episode of UK versus the world. Why? Because I just fucking want to, okay? Um, <laughs> and because I like drag. Drag is pretty fucking cool. And uh, I think drag artists are just fucking insane with the shit that they can do, the money that they spend, and the talent that they have. They're absolutely out there. So, of course, I'm just doing what I like. And right now, this is what I like. And so, we still have, like, two episodes. Okay, bitches? We are at the penultimate episode, which means second to last. The way that I learned what penultimate means was I read the Lemony Snicket books. Well, is it Lemony Snicket? I don't remember. Um, I think that was his, like, pen name or something. Um, But it was a series of unfortunate events. And their second to last book was called The Penultimate Peril, which means second to last, which is really interesting to find out. I remember one time I went up to my teacher and I told her, or no, I asked her too many questions about the book because there was like a lot of big words. And I was just like, I'm like a lonely fourth grader. Okay, Mary. Like, I don't know what half these fucking words mean, but this book is interesting. And I remember she she yelled at me and she was like, well, if you don't know what any of these words mean, you, you don't need to be reading the book. And I was like, damn, fuck you, bitch. I still remember who did that. And if you know who you were, fuck you. Fuck you and your mama. Anyways. But we're not talking about my past traumas. We are talking about UK versus the world. So let me tell you what happened last week. Okay, so they played Snatch Game, the family edition. Ha ha ha. Where Blue Hydrangea and this bag of chips were the ones who won. And the rest of the bitches were in the bottom. Where Blue won her lip sync for Ireland. For Ireland, as she says. Um, and she chose to eliminate Pangina heels. It was the gag of all fucking gags. I am still gooped. I'm still gagged. I'm still shocked. But at the same time, like, I'm a firm believer that this is karma biting Pangina in the ass. Hands down. Don't get me wrong. Pangina is sickening. Of course. But the way that she did her eliminations was, was kind of musty, dusty, and real, like, house down busty. I was trying to find something that rhymed and I just couldn't think of anything. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just like cry about it later. Um, so the queen walks in after Pangina's eliminations and bitch, you can still hear the cries, the cries. <laughs> and everyone is quiet. And Blue straight up knows that she's going to get a lot of backlash for eliminating Pangina. And another thing that she didn't expect that reaction from Pangina either when she got eliminated. I, I think it was so unexpected. Only because Pangina kept on saying, this is a game. If you fail, be prepared to get eliminated and da 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 and all this other bullshit. But then when it came to her, bitch, she lost it. She lost it. So that's why I was like, okay, Pangina, like, really? Like, you need to preach what you, you need to practice what you preach, sis, because you, that was not what we expected. Mo Hart says that she's not shocked that Blue sent her home. 
And she also says, unless you are there, you'll never know what it's like when you're in the arena. Which I agree. I completely agree. Don't get me wrong. Drag Race is great. And I love Drag Race. But there's another like elimination show that I watch constantly called The Challenge. And they are constantly like eliminating each other left and right. And there's like a lot of backdoor dealings. There's a like Drag Race is cute because it's more like artsy fartsy, but then you get the challenge where people are backstabbing each other within three seconds, creating alliances, like getting with people. Like Drag Race is cute, but this one is fucking sickening. Like the challenge is another level. So when when I see like people like getting together and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna eliminate this bitch," because oh, it's like, okay, whatever. Like it wasn't that much of a gag. I think like the biggest gag that I saw on the challenge was like, so they were doing, um, I think they were doing like uh, enemies. So two enemies from past seasons had to like hook up together, and these frenemies ended up winning the whole challenge i think they won over like a hundred thousand dollars i think it was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars whatever and the guy who was with them who was it was in the pairing ended up getting the best time because whoever got the best time got to decide if they were going to take the money and run or share it with their partners everybody went down the line the first second and third players went down the line and they were like well i'm gonna share it with my partner because if it wasn't for my partner i i wouldn't be here but this person his name is johnny bananas ended up taking the money all of that money and jetting and leaving that girl with zero fucking dollars like rupaul's drag race like them bitches wish they could bitch like they wish they fucking could watch the challenge watch the challenge you want to see some real backdoor dealings you want to see some real fights you want to see some real bullshit that's where you need to go like this is cute but it ain't the challenge bitch go watch the challenge anyways but mohar is not shocked you know because you'll never know what it's like unless you're in the arena which i completely agree like people like and not only that this is a competition this is a competition reality show you were there to win money you are there to get gigs you are there to like show what you got and show people that you are that bitch so if you're not there to play hard then you're there to go home and i think that blue eliminating pangina in that particular moment she played her cards just right because it was like the second to last episode she just eliminated the biggest competition that she had so it's like why wouldn't you i think she did her i think she played her cards right i really do think she did all right um pangina's message english is hard it's my second language pangina says uh pangina's mirror message says let me do this for the third fucking time her mirror message says i love you with all my heart and then another message in thai listen i try to look up whatever the fuck pangina wrote on that mirror i cannot find it i can like it's i don't know people don't know people just didn't care about her lipstick message i care i want to know what she said i want to throw i want to know she threw some shade at blue <laughs> but the world may never know if you're a thai if you can speak that like leave a message down below i want to know what the fuck she says bagus says leave me your wardrobe and mohar says i don't think you can fit in it baga and i was like okay we're back we're back with the shadiness we're back there's no more tears there's no more crying now we're back to shady and i was like yes drag her baga says that she invented the role and she calls it the sausage roll but last i checked the vixen didn't on season 10 bitch like you didn't invent shit <laughs> you did not invent the nah, 
I remember somebody else did it too. For some reason, I thought it was like Latrice Royale. And I looked up her lip sync and I didn't find it. So I was like, okay, maybe she didn't do it. I don't know. But the Vixen did. I don't know why I remember that. Juju asked why Pangina... Oh, sorry, my notes are off. Um, Juju asked Blue why Pangina. She took the same position when Pangina took out Jimbo who was her strongest competition. Not only that, she didn't trust Pangina. And with good fucking reason, I wouldn't trust Pangina either. I would have knocked her ass out. If I don't trust you, trust and believe. I'm going to pull your lipstick message. Or your lipstick message. I want to pull your lipstick. Check your lipstick before you come for me. Oh, that was a terrible tongue pop. Anyways. And then Juju B asked, bag of who did you choose and it was pan motherfucking china so let's be real let's be honest so you can't really send hate to blue because it's like either way pan china was out the door like and we kind of knew that because baga was already like sizing up saying that she was gonna eliminate pan china no matter what because she was out for vengeance she wanted to get jimbo's revenge what the gag was was miss blue pulling out her lipstick wow <laughs> but she was going home no matter what her ass would have been sent her ass would have sent packing no matter fucking what so we just can't be mad and good for them <laughs> blue sending pangina home was the face crack of a century says janie and it's the fucking truth it was very manila and um oh god what is her name what is her name? Uh, 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 Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls and uh, the, the other bitch. God, why am I blanking on names? But probably because I just got out of the gym. But that's beside the point. And it's the truth. It's the truth. It's a very Manila and Naomi Smalls. People were enraged. But at the same time, like it was better for her game because she ended up making it to the top four. And the shit like i'm pretty sure blue is gonna make it to the top four too i wouldn't doubt it i think these girls made the right choices with their own games and i'm all here for it like mm, drama but i think this is a little bit more different just because like this is more of an artsy farty show than it is like the challenge where it's like a physical competition where you where people are like being manipulative and like trying to get people out um but I don't know. It's like the same thing, except one's about art and fashion, and then the other one's about like physical competition. Um, but anyways, I'm excited for what's gonna happen in the next day in the workroom. So let's see what happens, y'all. It's the penultimate episode. Let's get started with the new day in the workroom. So it's a new day in the workroom and Blue is showing off her repeater badge and her first solo win. And Blue tells the girls that she was kind of excited eliminating Pangina, which everybody else was like, ooh. It's always the quiet ones. It's always the sweet ones. And, all, and it's always the ones you never expect. Because she's also very dirty. Like, she's a whore. Well, she talks about being a whore a lot, but which is very interesting. Um, even though she's not really like that. Um... I'm the same way. <laughs> I talk about being a slip. In reality, I'm like, ew, no, don't touch me. Anyways, um, the girls ask, was this the top five you were expecting? And Mohart takes a second and she's like, mm, 
And everybody was like, okay, bitch, just like rip off the band-aid. Was this the top five? Yes or no? And she was like, um, I was expecting Janie to get chopped day one. Um, and Janie kind of was like, girl, you're the one that has no badges. I have two. Does she have two? No, I think she has one. I think she has one badge. But it, it, it's true. Like the U.S. has like no badges in this competition. Um, the U.K. queens have one. Thailand has two. Um, Canada has none. And yeah, because Jimbo didn't win either. And then Holland has the one. And U.S. has none, bitches. Damn. Way to represent, bitches. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but it's time for RuPaul's message. Her Majesty done already done had horses. <laughs> Hanny. <laughs> Stupid. And this is what the message says. Hey, ladykins. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Wait. What was I just saying? Must have not been very important. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. I got it. I, uh, no, no, no. I don't got it. <laughs> and then everybody just like looks at Jujubee's purse. That Jujube named Pangina. And I'm like, that's, that's a no, Mary. That's a, do not call that fucking pussy Pangina. Poor pussy. And then whoop, whoop <laughs> RuPaul walks in and she says, congratulations. Your cunts have brought you all the way to the semifinals. But to make it to the finals, you need one more victory. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they must put a spin on one of RuPaul's records. I'm living my life in London. Um, they will compose a solo verse of a place they call home. They will record vocals with Jade Thurwall from Little Mix. Oh, she's so pretty. She's so sexy. She's so epic. And then, as a group, they must come up with choreo. Start your engines. It made the best drag queen win. <laughs> and so the queens are sitting around and they're trying to figure out, you know, what they're going to pick as their hometown. Juju people course picks boston baga picks soho mo picks hollywood Janie, yeah you understood that right Janie does amsterdam and then blue does belfast um and now they're wondering how are they going to divide you know the the verses and uh <laughs> mo heart mo heart shady as fuck she's like hmm Let's do an alphabetical order. And everyone was everyone was like, okay, let's do that. So Juju B is gonna do a verse four. Blue is gonna do a verse two. Janie is doing verse three. Mo is gonna do verse five. And Baga's gonna do verse one. Mo Hart wanted verse five, that shady bitch. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the girls are sitting around like writing their lyrics and they're trying to figure out like, what do we do? Like, you have to write who you are, um, and then something about you and then where you're from all in 15 seconds, which is not a really long time unless like you're rapping. If you're rapping, you can like put in like a lot of shit into that bitch. But if you're singing, it's like three seconds, which is wild. So let's see how some of the girls play it out. But I do think it's important to like... At this particular point, I would have rapped. I would have fucking rapped. I, I would have, like, came up with my own verse. I would have, like, gave you, like, this long-winded speech of where, where I'm from, like, who I am and what I do. And <laughs> I fuck shit up just for you because I'm going to fuck it up. 
Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, up, up. Um, Mo says that she's rapping, which I'm really excited for on because Mo can rap. She can rap. She's a rap stress dwelling. Rap stress. Um, and then for some reason, Bagger's just listing all the things that she's not. <laughs> she's like, um, I am uh, Tony Braxton. I am like Elton John. I know how to write music. I sing live. And I'm just like, oh, okay, Bagger, calm down. <laughs> and then like they added like the the shady like noise. And I was like, ooh, they're shading Bagger. They're shading Bagger. Um, Janie wants to talk about the diversity in Holland, which I've never been in Holland. So like, I'm really curious to see is like what diversity in Holland looks like. I would love to see it because all I know is like the diversity here in the United States and the diversity in Mexico. But, um, I'm not really curious to see what it looks like. Um, Juju B shares her lyrics and of course she, she sings well, she doesn't sing them out. She just, like, says it out. And then Mo's trying to push her to do better and write stronger. Um, and listen. Listen. So Juju B is a strong singer and she's a strong writer. But the girls aren't feeling her lyrics. They're just not feeling it. And then she's like, I don't remember asking for the girl's advice. Bitch, you worry about yourself and not worry about me. But, like, here's the thing. Juju B, I love you. But you put it out there. If you put it out there... I'm not saying expect for it to get judged, but it, you made it seem like you shared your lyrics to get feedback on it instead of like just to share it, just to share it. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise I would have been like, hey, I want to share my lyrics, but please like, don't, don't give me feedback. I'm just like wanting to share it. And I'm just, and I would have been like, blah, instead of, you know, the way that she put it out there was like, hey, I want feedback on this. Please tell me now what I can do. X, Y, Z. And she was just not having it <laughs> poor little but juju b little but juju little but juju b b b b juju <laughs> i heard someone says that i heard someone say that and i just can't stop doing it juju b juju juju anyways it's time to record this fucking song bitch time to record with jade from little mixed and uh Ian Masterson is helping, which is going to be so fun. I don't know who he is, but he sounds super cool when, you know, he was giving suggestions to the girls. And we all love a suggestion. We all love a recording person. I don't know what they're called. What is it called? Mixer? Recording? I don't know. I don't record music. I just record myself fucking talk on my computer because I'm weird. <laughs> Anyways, Sire, they're recording RuPaul's song, Living My Life. Ooh. That was off. That was gross. I'm not singing. Uh, RuPaul's song, um, Living My Life in London. So don't fuck it up like I just did, bitches. Um, of course, Bagger's doing Soho. And Miss Jade says, Channel Burger. Who the fuck is Burger? Who the fuck is that? Is, is, that, like a, is that like a Europe thing? I need to know. I need to. I want to look this person up because I need to know. Ooh, that was a good talk about yeah. Anyways, so Baga, Baga did a good job. And Jade loved her lyrics. She just needed a little bit more breath control when she was doing that paps, paps, pap, pap, paps. Um, pretty sure I didn't do it right either. But it's okay because I'm not a recording artist. That was terrible. Next. <laughs> 
Blue's next. Um, she's from Belfast, and that's what she's talking about. And she's talking about her journey in the competition. Her first line is eliminator because she just eliminated fucking Pangina, and she was a strong competitor. Listen, everyone's gagged, and she's like, okay, someone's feeling her oats. Someone's feeling herself. Someone's feeling a little spice. And ooh. And in the end, they changed her lyrics a little bit um, just to, like, help it flow because I think that's what a lot of the girls struggle with because they're trying to fit too much in a short amount of time. Um, they just need to learn how to make it flow just a little bit better. And that, like, you know, Blue did really good. Janie is from the Netherlands, first to be on the show, as she says. She says she's not a singer. She's never recorded. But she's going to try to sing. But Janie can't sing for shit. Why would you sing? Especially when you're in like the second to last episode of the competition. Why would you do that to yourself? That's like shooting yourself in the foot. So she starts singing and Jade was like, what key was that in? What was that? Janie needs a lot of help. Um, she can't stay in pitch. And by the looks of Jade, like her, her face says it all. She doesn't know what the fuck to do. And she was just like, uh, maybe at the end, maybe you can just yell it because there's no notes and because you don't know what a note is and you don't know what a pitch is and you don't know anything. So just yell it. Let's just say um, <laughs> that was a struggle. Um, Jade asked at the very end of like Janie's recording, if you can't sing, why did you pick to sing? And she's like, I set myself up there, didn't I? She's like, a little bit. And then Janie, as she walks away, she's like, please edit the shit out of that. <laughs> Honestly, I would fucking do. Because that would be so embarrassing. I think that's like one of my worst fears. Because in reality, I can sing. And then like I went to school for music education. Now I'm in a school for something completely fucking different. Because I couldn't afford a good college. Because I'm a poor ass fucking beaner. And uh, my parents didn't support me. So I can finish my music education degree. So now I'm doing business like how they wanted me to. But anyways, um, I think that was my biggest fear was like messing up royally in front of people. Like I wanted to prove that I was a good singer and I wanted to be a good singer. But like something about like me just singing in front of people and fucking up just like scared the shit out of me. So I don't know. Maybe like I agree. Maybe I should just like. Instead of, I should, maybe I should just make a mistake and just get it over with and then, that, so I can sing good afterwards. You know what I mean? I need to learn not to be afraid to make a mistake, uh, especially when it, when it comes to singing. Um, okay, so if I, if I say this, maybe I should sing, I'm living my life in London. Hey, that was good. <laughs> that time I was trying to make a mistake. Ow. Anyways, I mean, I don't think that was too bad. It was really airy, but that's how RuPaul sings it. Anyways, um, Juju B is next, and this bitch sounds so damn good. And Jade just says, just give me more. Give me more Juju. Like, give it to me. Ugh. And I was like, ooh. Um, in the midst of, like, Juju B singing her part, Janie is just listening to herself while Juju is recording, and she's embarrassed. She's like, oh, you can just hear me yell. Mo says, just have Sicorio. And a lot of attitude, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> I was really surprised with like Juju's vocals, and I was gagged because she sang an octave up from what she was singing, and she slayed. Jade says that you're sleeping on yourself, love. Like you need to believe in yourself more. You need to believe in yourself more. Ooh, ooh, I hit that. I hit the English accent. Eh. 
just watched English people are gonna be like no you didn't love no 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 you did not no you did not I probably didn't but it's okay I'm trying that's that's what matters I'm trying <laughs> Mohart is up next and Mohart is just laying her fucking rap I mean they changed like one like little word but that there was nothing um Juju Bees, she is Beyonce. The bitch can sing, the bitch can dance, the bitch can rap, but she is it. Janie is worried, and uh, she says she needs Jesus and a lot of love. And based on Jade's face, <laughs> she's gonna need a lot of it. Um, but now it's time for the choreo part of our season, which I'm excited for. The the choreo part is always an interesting thing. Because, like, okay, with the singing, you could either sing or you could either rap, and I feel like that's a different flow. But when it comes to the actual dance aspect of a challenge, it's a whole other ball game. Only because it's like, you want to make it look good, you want to make it look clean, you also want to make it look good. But then at the same time, like, you also have to look at people's difficulties levels. Like, okay, Janie's a dancer. Janie can do some difficult shit. So can Mo. Juju B can, like, learn. Um, Baga can't dance, and you can you can forget about Blue learning a, a, like a little boon scoot. You can just forget that bitch learning any sort of boon scoot. So it's gonna be really interesting what the girls decide to do in each of everyone's parts or as a group because they're the the difficulty level can't be too high considering the two whitest girls can't do anything, <laughs> and of course they're the UK girls. <sighs> oh well. <laughs> But you know what? We'll see what happens. We'll see how like they turn it out. I'm excited to see it. So, time for the choreography. And we are back from break. Hell, I didn't even tell you that we were going to break. Did you know that we were going to break? Because I didn't know we were going to break. But we went to break. <laughs> okay, y'all. Now it's time for them to come up with the choreo. Listen, like I said before, Miss Bag of Chips is not a dancer. Blue can wiggle. Juju, we've seen her walk, as Mo would say. Um, but they need to look like a girl group and not individuals. Um, Baga just wants to stand there. <laughs> Mo wants hard shit and Baga's like, no. Baga cannot dance. Baga doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it at all. Um, Juju just says, just make it doable, especially for Baga. <laughs> and Juju, Juju wants to do the much better, much better thing little thumb like little hook thing um that thing that bag of sh uh, chips always wants to do or always does which would make sense because it's like it's bag of line you might as well and Mo's like no it's not giving and i was like okay just just do it if that's what she wants you to do just do it um blue is lost and if blue is lost bag is gone <laughs> So it's like, what? What is going on? I, like, are they making it too hard? I want to know what choreography they came up with before, like, they really dumped it down. That's what I want to know. Um, and Baga says, like, you don't have to do choreo for every word. Like, you, that's just too much. You don't have to do it. Um, the girls look stressed, and they look like they don't know what to do. So hopefully, like, all the girls can, like, pull it together. Um, obviously, they will, because, you know, the showrunners are not going to make them look like shit. So they figured out something obviously but now it's time for elimination day elimination day okay so bag was up all night practicing she's quite knackered um janie's body hurts and so does blue uh, 
but which i wonder why because it's not like they were doing some like crazy hardcore shit it's not like no no one was flipping no one was doing the splits no one was popping their pussy they were just like it was very simple choreo like i don't know what you guys are talking about um did you talk to bag about her lyrics and she talks about how she has beer in her beer in her belly um and Baga goes into deep conversation and she says that Jagger saved her life before she was an alcoholic and she didn't realize it because she was drunk at work. She was constantly drinking and, you know, Miss Juju became relate. Like, it went on for 10 years for Baga and Juju. Uh, Baga couldn't go on stage without a drink and she would wake up in fields and park benches and waking up in the most randomest places she says that drag really helped her become more of a professional she says this is your life this is your career you need to take it more seriously um she says that she still drinks but she's more cautious of how much she drinks juju completely relates to her on on this level um juju says like a lot of you know drag is nightlife and it, there's just so much alcohol and juju reveals that she's plain sober juju's been called boring because she doesn't drink but she doesn't think that she needs to drink or or get high to have fun which i completely relate um she left a 13-year relationship for her sobriety she changed who she was around and where she went her friends are completely sober um she left the life that she knew to live a different life and now she just deals with her shit she identifies her problems um and she knows that she doesn't have to be drunk um to figure her stuff out they're both survivors and they are definitely both much better <laughs> i really wish okay so i'm gonna like throw my my hat into the ring because uh of course like me being mexican like a lot of alcohol is being consumed throughout our culture and I really wish that my dad would take this approach. My dad, what if he's an alcoholic, that's no surprise there. My dad was really unhappy with like a lot of his life and a lot of the things that he went through as a child. Um, and so a lot of that, like he projected a lot of that onto us and he was abusive. He was manipulative and he treated us like shit. Um, but he didn't fix anything up until he retired. Um, I haven't had in contact with my dad since November because I don't feel like I, I just don't feel like a connection with him. I don't feel like uh, he's a father. I don't feel like he's someone that I can trust. I don't believe I don't know if he still drinks or not because I haven't spoken to him in months. Um, but he really left a lot of scars from when I was a kid um, because of his alcoholism. And, you know, um so I'm really glad that, you know, Juju and Baga really came into their own. And uh, even before they even had children, before, they, you know, they got into like, you know, really, really super serious relationships or whatever the case may be, that they were had the ability to figure it out before it was too late. Because once it's too late, it's kind of it's hard to go back. And, you know, I don't see myself ever having a good relationship with my own dad just because of his alcohol issues. Um so you know i'm just glad that they were able to sober up or you know be cautious about how much they drink and you know they learn to be a little bit more professional and to keep it together so it's like kudos to you girls kudos to you um 
In another conversation, Blue says that she loves her hometown, even though it can be problematic at times. She says that it's very conservative, um, but when marriage equality was passed, it was big. Uh, but she also says that it's really, it's years behind the time, um, just like a lot of places, girl. Um, and another, or um, then Janie steps in and she says, Holland is where gay marriage was legalized first. The West Side is where people travel all the time. So on the East Side, it's a very conservative in her village. And that place is really behind the times. Janie reveals that she was bullied growing up and her parents shipped her to Amsterdam and that's where she found her freedom and she and you know her family was really loving and really supportive because uh, she knew from the jump that she was gay and um you know they just wanted the best for her and regardless of religion and whatnot they just supported and loved their child um <laughs> I can't relate <laughs> um my parents and my sisters and my brothers have said like some really fucked up shit to me that I probably will never forget. Um, and probably the reason why we'll never have a good relationship. Um, you know, so like I, when I, I get so happy when I hear other people that they had like supportive family members and supportive, just supportive people in their lives. And I'm just like, I uh, can't relate. I wish I had that. Um, people in my life are complete fucking trash about it. Um, but it does make me happy that there are families and people out in the world that do support and do love their children. And you know, I, I'm jealous. I, I, there's no other way to put it. My family wasn't supportive of mine coming out. So fuck them. If they don't want to be in my life, they can go fuck themselves. But I'm not living myself for them anymore. Um, most steps in and um, Janie asked her how was her upbringing. And, you know, most parents were ministers. Mo was in ministry before she came out and she didn't fit in because her femininity and because she was queer. Uh, she grew up in the church. Um, she wasn't allowed to go to the park um, because of the fact that you needed to be in church, not out in the park. Um, they wanted to re rebuke the homosexual demon that was quote unquote inside of her. Um, and their end goal was straightness. Mo tried to date girls and never worked out because the girls were like, you're one of us. Like, you're one of us. Like, you're a sister. Like, you're a sister. Um, and it, it just didn't work out. Um, Mo Hart was in conversion therapy. Um, and she said that she would eat the meat and throw out the bone. They needed to go in one ear and out the other. You know, they gave excuses as to why you were gay. You know, like, you had, like, an overbearing mother. You know, your father wasn't there. X, Y, Z, you know. Which a lot of it was, like, really shame-based. And if you're thinking about going to coercion therapy, don't. It's a waste of time and a waste of money. And you you are enough. Which... Honestly, it's something that I have tattooed on my collarbone. Um, I have to remind myself every day that I am enough and then who I am is okay. And, you know, I was very... me. me okay, I'm going to step my foot in again. When I was growing up, I was very ashamed of the fact that I had feelings for other people, like same sex. Um, but for me, it was like I, I had feelings for everybody, like girls guys trans men trans women whatever the case may be like I, I i had feelings for everybody of course like when i was younger it manifested more in men um and i just remember like those nights that i would just like cry and bawl my eyes out pray the gay away and then like i was like my parents are gonna hate me and uh they're they 
<laughs> for the longest time, I didn't feel like I was enough either. Um, and I had to fight these feelings and I had to learn how to be my authentic self. And this is why I moved away from them because I couldn't be near them anymore. I couldn't be near my own family because they just ostracized me and they just treated me like shit. Um, because, uh, because of the fact that I was different and I, I didn't want to be there anymore. I don't want to be with my family anymore because they treated me like shit and I was so done and I was so over it. And I, I'm still in the process of like learning how to love myself and learning how to be okay with who I am and learn that who I am is okay. And if they can't fucking love me, well, they can go fuck themselves because I am enough as a human being. Um, I'm still fighting every day to like understand that and learn that. Um, but I love Mo Hart for saying, you know, you are enough. There's not a single thing wrong with you. And if you think there is lies, lies, lies. And, uh, I'm not gonna lie. When she said that, I, I, I bawled even like, okay, so when I do my podcast, what I'll do is like I'll watch like a good chunk of it and then like I'll record and then just like even while I was watching this again and like writing my notes I was to the point of crying again and I was just like this is why I love my heart this is why I love my heart um so yeah for all you for all you people out there that are listening just know if you're queer if you're trans if you're if you're gay whatever the case may be just know that you are enough you are loved and I hope that you find the love and the validation within yourself because the people that are trying to seek it from is something that we'll never get. And once you start finding that validation within inside, no one else is going to matter in this world. Nobody. So this is what, this is what they mean when they say learn how to love yourself and learn that you are enough because you are. Um, on that note, let's get into the runway it's <laughs> time for rupaul to hit the main stage and let me tell you when rupaul hits the stage with this fucking dress ooh, baby i'm not too thrilled about the hair the hair is like meh um it's giving me very uh what is her name mrs doubtfire <laughs> or she looks like one of those karens with like the giant blowouts like from like the 90s no well 90s was like more straight hair was it was it was it a little bit before then like 80s i don't know anyways but the dress is gorgeous the dress is so it's okay so it's tiger pattern which i love so it's like black and silver and then on top of that she has like red light blue dark blue and green and they're all in tiger striped colors she's exposing one of her arms and then the opposite leg and then the dress is all the way to the floor Ugh, it's so good and, and like on the side that has like the the sleeve it's a long sleeve down to her wrist this is gorgeous this is fucking gorgeous i love this this is so amazing i love it i don't wear dresses but i would wear this Ugh, like last week's fucking rupaul like oh well, she was wearing that fringe thing oh i would wear that shit too anyways Let's get into the let's get it let's get into the performances in the runway, shall we? Oh, hell, hell, hell. 
Okay, y'all. So first was Miss Bag of Chips with her with her lyrics. I love her lyrics. I love like just the sound of her voice. And then this look is absolutely sickening. I think what would put it over the top. And this is my me with my no drag knowledge. Maybe she had a corset because she's looking very boxy. That's just me. And I would like it like a little bit more if like her like little skirt would flare out but the colors are amazing you know she has the british flag on it her hair is fucking gorgeous i love like the red gloves it's it, like oh she just needed a little cinch and a little flare and they would just they would just it will it would give it the sauce it will give it it will give it like the, the the spice the good shit but um but everything, uh, her choreography, there wasn't not a lot of choreography. She just wanted to stand and just like, just hear the lyrics. And what she did, she's like, I'm not a choreographer. I don't dance. So I'm going to do my best. So, and I was like, okay, this is great. This is great. But um, yeah, I, uh, her performance, I would definitely give like a six out of 10. But that's just me. Okay. Now it's time for Miss Blue Hydrangea. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Now, I absolutely loved it. I loved her performance. Um, it wasn't like amazing. It wasn't. It wasn't like turned up to a ten. It was more like turned up to like probably the same as Baga. Probably like a six. I love her outfit. I love the fucking fringes like going down her arm, and then it goes down all the way to her tights. I love the colors. I love the hair. I love the fact that she pulled out a lipstick that said goodbye, and then she did the Jenna Breaker. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. And then her makeup is always on point. I don't know how this bitch fucking does it. I don't know how this bitch does it, but her makeup is always fucking amazing. But definitely performance is a 6 out of 10. I think she tried to do like a little boon scoot and I give it like at least a B plus for trying. But it was definitely still a 6 for me. So she's right there with Baga. She's right there with most Baga. Baga chips. Baga chips. Baga chips. <laughs> anyways so they did have like a little choreography section uh, which once again it wasn't very very much the people that definitely did look the best was probably miss janie and uh mohar um everybody else looks like they were thinking about the choreography a little bit too much um it was but you know they had like it's really cute moments of course you had like the like the jersey shore fist pump with each arm you know they had like the like the washing the windows from one side and then going down to the other um they got into a line they did like a little push pull that was really cute and then like they moved into their little spots so mm, it was cute definitely a three but then again you had like three bitches that couldn't fucking dance so um giving that i would give it a five um but still the best ones was mohart and miss janie and everybody else looks like they were thinking a little bit too much about it which of course it's gonna happen miss janie jk was absolutely next um they really did some miracles with her fucking vocals because it didn't it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great either and because, you know, Janie's a dancer, like, you expected, like, a little bit more. Like, I expected you to do some pirouettes. I expected you to do, like, a fucking back handspring or so a split something. It just seemed, like, very simple. And I don't think that she did her best to stand out. Here's my thing. When, okay, yes, you might be in a girl group. But what I will say, when it's your part, it is your time to shine. Blend in when you're, like, 
behind the other girls. That's fine. That's whatever. But then when it's your time to shine, you better slay them other fucking hookers. You better give it your all. You better put the pedal to the metal. And considering that Janie's a dancer, I was expecting so much more. Um, the look from head to toe was absolutely amazing. That red hair, I absolutely want. I want to braid my hair that way. I don't even have like long red hair, but ugh, so good. Um, her outfit was just simply just beautiful. I love the fact that like her bralette was like white and I think it had like some black uh, tiger print on it. And then the rest of it was like blue and red. And, ugh, so gorgeous. Like this, her outfit was A1. But um, I will give, just thinking about her performance, her outfit and everything, I think I will give her a 7 out of, you know, a 7 out of 10. So she's just like a tad bit above, you know, um, above you know baga and then um what's the but i'm talking about performance wise if we're talking about just like her vocals it's a negative three bitch it's a negative three but like her overall performance i would give like a six for me or no i think i said seven yeah seven for me to me for me how i see it for me a seven okay so miss juju was next juju didn't do a lot but you could not keep your eyes off of Juju the way that she was moving her body, the way that she was moving her face, the way that she was moving her like everything was just yes. You just like it, you just zoomed in on her. It was gorgeous. And then everybody else was like crowding around her, you know, doing like these little snaps on her. And your eyes just went straight to Juju and her face was gorgeous. I fucking hate her hair though. That blue hair needs to be burned and I don't like her outfit. And I don't like her. I don't like her fucking... Well, actually, I do like those thigh-high boots. But her outfit needs to be burning. Her hair needs to be thrown in the trash. <laughs> That's just me. I am not... Like, ugh. And not only that, it was, like, sitting way too far back. And made her look... her. It made her head look like a five head. Like, it was just too much. I was like, oh, Juju. Oh, Juju. No! But... I'm not gonna lie, her performance kind of trumped everything else, and so did her lyrics, and so did like her vocals. So I was like, mm, ten out of ten. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Ten out of ten. Tra. Ha ha. And then Mohart, Miss Mohart, she just completely fucking burned it for me. Like the her her rap was just absolutely impeccable. Like the way that she was giving you that fierce face and then that kick at the end, she was just like giving it to you. She was like, uh, uh, uh. Like she was giving me straight up thug out there. And that's, that was some good shit. That was like, that was some good, good shit. And then her outfit, her outfit. I would, I like that top, like how I had one puffy sleeve and how it was red and it was white on the other side. Ugh, the half white, half red. Ugh. Yes, I, I want the top half of that. Why? I don't know. Where, where would I wear it to? Who the fuck knows? But I would fucking wear that top half of that fucking... Yes! For, and for some... Okay, I hate mullets. Okay, but for some reason, this worked. I just wish, you know, that, you know, she could have just, like, given it layers in the back and she could have just, like, curled it up. Then I think that would have made it, like, a little bit more cute. Um, But, like, performance slayed, I do give her a nine. I do give her a nine. Um, I don't know why I'm giving her a nine. For some reason, it wasn't like, ugh. Like, Juju. Like, Juju performance was great, but her outfit was trash, and so was her hair. And then, like, I like Mohart's, like, outfit a little bit more, and she did give it to me, but she didn't, like, serve. Like, she wasn't popping the corn and feeding the children. She wasn't feeding the children. <laughs> I need you to feed the fiddle and challenge. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 
But um, no, definitely the top two are definitely Jujubee and uh, Mohart for sure. For sure. I find it really entertaining because Juju even messed up in her dance. And I noticed like before Mo started her track and I was like, ooh, should that dock points? Nah. But oh well. Jujubee was still great. And so is Mo. The, definitely the top two of the week for sure for me. So it's now time for the runway, and we are doing work of art. We're, I guess they're doing work of art. <laughs> First up is Miss Bag of Chips, and she decided to do Vincent Van Gogh flowers. Um, this is for 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 Baga. This is really can't be, can't be. Come on, she has like two fucking sunflowers on her tits, and then one on her hair, <laughs> and then like her. Her skirt is like the 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 pot. Um, I think it's cute. It was it high fashion? No, but it was very cute and it was very campy. I um, overall, this is a solid, probably eight in my head. I hate her shoes though. Like it doesn't even match the sunflowers. It's like a neon, and like the the flowers are like yellow, yellow, and then her she has neon shoes. What the fuck, baga? And then her tights don't even match like the same color as the. As like her skirt thing. Um, but then again, I, I, I don't have any drag knowledge, so fuck me. Uh, so I still give it an eight. I don't have no drag knowledge, but I'm a judgmental bitch. Mm, 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 mm. So next up is Miss Blue Hydrangea. And she decided to do Picasso. Um, I am obsessed with the makeup on her fucking face. I think it's like the most gorgeous thing I've, I've ever seen. I am not sure about the rest of the outfit. Like, so she has like these giant panels coming out of the side of her collar and then in the back. And then she has like this mountain long hair, kind of like the chill hair that she had in episode one. And then like her dress is like all different colors. I see where she's going with it. I think it's just like really executed poorly. Um, I don't, she looked like, I, like, what do you do? I don't know. I give her like a solid, I don't know. I want to say three. And then her shoes are so gross. <laughs> her shoes are gross. They're disgusting. They're so fucking big and clunky. This is, uh, I don't like this outfit. I don't like it. And I'm just, <laughs> the reason why, because listen. I think there's just a little bit too, too much going on. And I think that's been like something that has been happening with Blue Hydrangea a lot. Um, but I think this takes it to a whole new, another level. It's because there's so many colors. Like there's blues, there's reds, there's greens, there's light blues, there's white, there's pink, there's purple. And then you have these giant random ass panels. And then I don't know what's going on in the back. Um, I think that this is one of the outfits that she really needed to edit down and like edit down the hair. I don't know. Would the hair still look? I don't know. I don't know. This is like one of those things where I just don't know what make this outfit look better. I really don't know. Um, but this is a three for me. This wasn't Picasso. I mean, it, you were emulating Picasso. But like, Picasso's work is immaculate. And I don't feel like this was immaculate. So Miss Janie JK is next. And she decided to do Andy Warhols. And she's doing her Marilyn Monroe fantasy. Um... Mm, I don't know why, but the colors are getting me, gal. And I know that these are the colors that usually go with it, but it's like there's something about the mix of like the pink. Because well, I will I will give her props because her face do match her tights. Um, her face does match her tights. Um, 
I love the hair. I think the hair is so cute and so short and gorgeous. And then they added so many accents to it. Like they added the black, they added the, the gray, the silvers, and then the complete uh, yellows and then the whites. Like it's the, the hair is so immaculate. Her face is absolutely gorgeous. Maybe because like this is just an ugly dress of green. I don't know. Maybe it's just a dress that I'm just like not loving. I feel like if she had a different dress, it would have looked a lot better, but um i but i absolutely love andy warhol i love his work his work is absolutely impeccable um and she really did emulate like a lot of what he does um i just feel like i've seen people where have i seen this oh oh um that body painting show they had to do a pop art version of this and that was fucking insane and it was gorgeous maybe because i'm comparing it to that where I, where i feel like that was absolutely fucking immaculate gorgeous and you totally got it where this is like it's eh. but then like after i've seen that i'm like eh. <laughs> you know what i mean because you've seen something better so it's like you expected this to be just as elevated but it wasn't but i still give this like a solid five five out of ten um Maybe because of that stupid green. I don't know. Or maybe... <laughs> so Juju B is up next. And she had like a complete different interpretation. Um, I think she said it was... Um, Harris Van Herpen uh, was the artist. But instead of like copying the artwork, she decided to... Um, be a work of art that was inspired by him instead of like copying which i personally think that she absolutely looks gorgeous she looks she looks fucking amazing she really does look like a work of art like she has like these flowers that are on the top of her head she has like these jewels like coming down from the side of her from like the side of her jawline and this dress is absolutely immaculate like this is the jujubee that i think everybody's been waiting for this is the jujubee like elevation that everybody's expecting um god why where was this like the rest of the fucking season juju because this is top of the line gorgeous and she does look like a work of fucking art i, I love it i absolutely love this this is a like uh, i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten nine out of ten for sure now we're going into mo heart mo art <laughs> okay whatever <laughs> and Mohart is serving Salvador Dali with a head full of roses. Oh my god. Like the way that everything flows. She has she like one and I'm speechless because this is just gorgeous. She has like this heart in the middle with these like loves that are holding it and then uh, everything is just immaculate. Like how can you not love this? Like and then like you take off you know the, the head covering you know the her face and then her face is gorgeous and it's lavender and lilac and it's oh my god everything's so flowy so gorgeous so beautiful i am just like completely gagged and even the hair that she has attached on is like the exact same color as the rest of it she just really did everything fucking justice. I am beyond impressed with Mohart this season with everything that she's been bringing to the runway. Because even in All-Stars 4, you know, she would have some great runways, but um, she did have a lot of rickety ones. But this season, she just came to fucking slay, and I absolutely love it. Mohart stepped up her pussy since last season when it comes to her runways. Epic. 
so after all the that part um so after the deliberation and then all the judging it comes to find out that mohart and jujubee are the top two queens of the week and rupaul lets the girls know if you're not in the top you're in the bottom so bag of gyps blue hydrangea and Janie jk are in the bottom how will they vote will blue be safe because of her alliance with mo huh huh who the fuck knows um I'm not going to go into like their one-on-one deliberations because normally that that just like derails you and like you think you know, but then you really fucking don't. So I'm just like, um, but, uh, it's Mo versus Juju B. They're lip syncing to toy by Netta. I absolutely love this fucking song. I was going to use this for my Raiderettes final audition if I ever got that far, but I didn't. And I would have fucking slayed with the song. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, so you have Jujubee who is giving you the comedy of the song, um, which is a very smart thing to do. And then Mohart's absolutely giving you choreography house down boots, Mary. So um, for me, to me personally, I would have given it to Mo because I feel like Mo just completely slayed it. And she gave me the fierceness that I wanted out of the song. Um, but, you know... <sighs> Juju be give the comedy and if you can make Gru laugh like that's where you win that's where you fucking win because you just became more entertaining because Rue wants to laugh she wants to like yuck, 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 yuck. um so Juju be won and that is her second win in drag race history out of four seasons <laughs> she's won two challenges god damn it Juju that is so wild so wild um wait didn't she win a challenge I swear she won a challenge when she was together with, uh, well, it would have been her second solo challenge win, I, I guess. But anyways, whatever. Um, I guess that doesn't matter. But anyways, so Jujubee wins the lip sync. So she finally gets a repeater badge and she's going to wear her pride. And she was shocked, Mary. Um, so the three girls line up and come to find out that Janie was eliminated, which absolutely makes sense, especially how they said that they were going to do a lip sync smackdown for the crown. And Janie, Janie is a dance art, like she's a great lip syncer. So she would have devoured everybody. So she like it made sense to get rid of her. That way, the rest of the girls would have an absolute chance, you know, for the crown. Um, because Baga can't dance, Baga can barely lip sync. And then, you know, uh, Blue Hydrangea can do a little boon scoot. Jujubee walks and, you know, moves her mouth and gives a little comedy. But Mohar, she gives a fierceness dwelling. She'll give it to you. Um, so, but Janie, if she was in the top, she was slay to everybody. But, yeah. So, Miss Janie Takei, yeah, <laughs> she sashays away. And, you know, she did it with grace. She was cracking jokes. She looked beautiful. She just peaced out. And she was like, <laughs> I might not have won, but I'm still funny and good looking as hell, bitch. Which I appreciate that so much. Um, I've grown to really love Janie JK for sure. Um, I think she's an incredible drag queen, um, an incredible person. At first, I hated her. But um, now I just have, like, nothing but love and respect. And I follow her on social media, and she's great. I want to see her in person, though. I really, really do. But, yeah. All right, y'all. That gives it for this episode of Que Estas Viendo with your host, Eduardo Salis. Um, if you like me, please, 
please listen to my podcast. Make sure you are dinging that button so you get notified every time I post. Um, make sure that you guys give me five stars. Like, give me five stars. Give me some comments. Curse at me if you want to. Li- just listen to me. Because <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit weird. I'm a little bit quirky. And I can, like, do this by myself. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And next week, we will get down to the last episode of UK versus the world. Bye, guys. Hasta la bye-bye.